Good morning, everybody. Um, getting to publish my interview with Mr. Wesley Fisher, and we go over Nanorama, um, some tips and tricks, and some other stuff um, that I didn't know about him. Some of his struggles from his past, and why different things are important to him. Now we did some did have some technical difficulties in the middle of it so it's gonna be broken up a little bit funny so i apologize greatly but um if you like what he has to say be sure to check him out on some of his other platforms because i know he's really active on facebook right now so hope everybody enjoys hello hey mr fisher how's it going i'm doing good how are you doing sir Pretty good, pretty good. I appreciate you being patient through the technical difficulties here. No problem. So for anybody listening real quick, with the newest update on Anchor, if you want to invite somebody to be on your show, you have to be following each other, or at least that person has to be following you. Um, So we just learned that the hard way trying to get this set up. So yeah, um... So for those of you who don't know why Mr. Fisher's here, he uh, submitted an email via request for people who are participating in National Novel Writers Month with his little bit of a survey he did about expectations and everything going into it. And so I invited him to be a part of the show. So Wes, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Thank you. I'm, I'm very excited to be on The Beast Within, within You. And, um, you know, so people are, who don't know me, uh, I'm just a, you know, average day school teacher by day. And that's what I do full time. I've been teaching for, I want to say, four or five years now in special education. And that's always been my passion, working in education. I also teach English online to kids in China. <laughs> so I'm really into education. Um, outside of that, I'm also an entrepreneur. I've, um, you know, started a few businesses in the last couple of years, uh, working in the travel industry, working in the special ed industry. And um, so I consider myself an entrepreneur at heart. And um, I think that's me. (laughs) (laughs) So what made you get into education to begin with, since you keep on circling back to education? Sure. Um, Education. I would say, you know, funny thing, um, I came up myself in special ed. You know, I'll be honest, I have dyslexia myself, which is struggling with reading and writing and things of that nature. And, you know, coming up through school, I always knew that I was going to be successful. I never let it hold me back. So when I got to college, it wasn't that I went to special ed. I went into teaching right away because I knew I wanted to be a teacher because I knew I had the summers off to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> so, I mean, that was the, the no-brainer in my mind when it came to picking a, a degree. Uh, but special ed wasn't my first choice. I went to school to become a history teacher. Because I thought that was going to be awesome and easy and just talk about the past. And, you know, my mother's into history. I'm into history. And then I found out the classes were essay writing (laughs) and, you know, large lectures and taking, you know, 80 pages of notes to answer 10 essay questions for the final exam. And was that's not what I'm good at. So (laughs) basically, uh, I would almost even consider me failing out of that program. I didn't even make it in that program for a year. And then I found out there was a program called special ed. And I was like, ah, that's a no brainer. And in that way I can also show people that people who have disabilities, you know, I've gone on to get my master's degree 
that even if you have a disability, if you want to, you know, become educated and get degrees, you know, there's there's no obstacle. Your disability is no obstacle. So that's how I specifically got into special education. Okay. It's always like talking with people with interesting backgrounds, especially with things I don't have experience in, because I feel like I can always learn a lot and have a different perspective on things. Oh, yeah. No, no problem. No problem. So you're participating in NaNoWriMo, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and how's that going? Uh, well, as you know, uh, six years in the making. <laughs> um, you know, I heard about this this back in my early college years. And I was like, heck, yeah, that sounds awesome. Write a book. I mean, I want to do that. You know, signed up six years ago. And um, it's funny, you know, <laughs> um, you know, looking back at it, I'm like, wow, I never finished. You know, I started maybe twice within that six years. I have some titles in the website and I never finished. And it was funny that I was like, wow, I'm going to you know, finish this year. Like, I'm, I'm inspired to make this happen. And um, it's going well. You know, I, I don't know. If, I don't remember how far I got in the old, my old attempts, but I know I've been consistent. I've written every single day. And it's day, uh, what is it? Day I think today's eight. Day eight? Okay, okay. So it's day I think. eight. I think so. Yeah, I'm looking at the chart, but it's like, you know, the chart says from seven, day seven to day 10 is having an exact day. So yeah, probably day mm-hmm. eight. Oh, no, it says current day nine. So day nine. And I'm at 12,613 words. If you guys don't know, I'm a very analytical person. So I, I log <laughs> into the website. I have my average days, you know, words per day and everything. I track all that good stuff and it's going well. So what's something that you weren't expecting in the first week that you're experiencing now of writing every day? Um, I would say what I wasn't expecting is that I would run out of words to say. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, me as an entrepreneur, I'm, you know, I'm going through some courses and paying for some training and I figure I have four years, of, you know, experience in, in online and marketing. And I'm like, you know, I got four years experience in marketing. I'm going to have plenty to say after four years. <laughs> and, and after, you know, the first week, I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Well, now what do I say? I got to say your book's going to be about marketing then. Uh, yes. I, that's, well, that's what I'm learning from lessons as well from you and other people that, I, I won't say what it's about. You know, I, I thought I went into it going that I'm going to teach people about marketing and online marketing. And then, you know, some books are some part of it is my diary. Some part of it is a grateful, you know, gratitude journal. Some parts of it all different. So it's going to be whatever it is, you know, okay. at the end of it. Is there any uh, tips or tricks that you've learned over the course of a week that other people could probably learn from or use to their advantage? I would say if you're attempting this, you know, I mean, I don't want to use the word tempting. You're doing this, you know, make the decision to do it. And, you know, when it comes to making a decision, you know, you, I mean, I always heard that means, you know, cut off, uh, you're cutting off, you know, other routes, you're making this happen. You're really going to do this. Um, you know, daily practice tips. I just always, you know, make sure I write something a day. I know I'm very analytical, but even if I get 300 words in a day or 600 words in a day, I, you know, I can sleep easy knowing I, I did something. So don't go a day. Don't miss a day. I think this year I might, yeah, I missed one day. And that was like (laughs) the catch up after missing a day. When you're supposed to average 1,600 words a day and you miss a day, 
the the try to do over you know three thousand words is is really tough. So don't miss a day. Write something every day. Okay. And then you said you're gonna kind of let it be what it be. Is does that mean you kind of let go of the constraints of allowing your writing to be about a specific topic? Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's another tip. That's what I'm learning is that you know I I I, I went with a certain way. I got to a certain length and. I had nothing else to say on the topic, so I figured why not just talk about something else. And, you know, the best thing I could tell people who are listening is that understand that this is only the draft. Like, don't think in 30 days, you know, okay, boom, you're going to hit a button to hit publish. It's going to go straight to Amazon on ebook. <laughs> and someone's <laughs> going to try to buy it. No, like, understand, this is a 30 day, you know, draft. It can be your 30 day outline. And at the end of 30 days, you got 50,000 words that you can spend another month or two you know, deciphering and putting in chapters and deciding to flow and taking out parts and adding parts. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know the full, you know, plan that people have, but I know I've heard, you know, take a month to write it, take a month to edit it and then take another month to, um, you know, add to it. And then, you know, if you like it, you know, publish it, you know, make it, make it an ebook, you know? No, it definitely sounds like a good plan to me. Yeah. Now, is there anything that you learned well, learning to become a teacher or in the practice of being a teacher. That you say, can... that, say that again. Is there anything that you've learned from being a teacher or in your journey of becoming a teacher that you've applied to help you write more effectively? I'm sorry, you broke up there. No, it's okay. Is there anything that you've learned from being a teacher or in the process of becoming a teacher that you've used to help you write? Um, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's an, that's an effective answer. That's the answer. Okay. (laughs) I don't know. I just asked the questions, you know, I I don't know what's going to come out of it. (laughs) So what is your favorite book then, since we're talking about writing and possibly publishing? Mm. I would say my favorite book, I mean, after the Bible, uh, (laughs) after the Bible, I'm going to say, um, Tim Ferriss, the four-hour work week. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's what started it all for me when it comes to being an entrepreneur. I mean, I was just writing the other day. I mean, I've always, you know, hustled and, you know, sold newspapers and sold the candy and all that stuff, but I didn't really understand entrepreneurship in the modern, you know, 21st century ways until I read the four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss back in college, and that's that started it all. Okay. Now, is there anything from that that you've stolen to uh, help your writing at all yet? You know, that's a good good thought. Um, nothing I can I, I actively did. I might have done it by through osmosis, but <laughs> I, I took out of that book and said, you know, let me write about it. But that's okay. a good idea. I might you know pick it up and just flip through a few chapters and see what I see what I want to write about. That's a good idea. What book have you gifted most often? If you're in I'm, the act of giving books. I would say, uh, yeah, right now it would be the the signs of getting rich. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've I've probably you know I have a Facebook group that has over two hundred and sixty people in it, and I've given the book to all two hundred and sixty of those. <laughs> okay, that's by uh, Wallace Waddles. Or Wall, I can't remember the last name. Definitely read the book though. Hello. You still there? Or might be losing the connection. I'm I'm still here. If you're, you're there, maybe I'll come around. 
Can you hear me now? Good. Hello. Hello, hello. Are we back with Mr. Fisher? Yes. You know what I think happened? I know, like I said, I'm I'm just downloading the app today. I I hit dial in when you called. Was still in the dial in thing. So mm. I don't know. Those apps had its issues. Um, so that's that's one of the things I like about it because it's so live and raw. You get to capture those imperfect moments when trying to do something like this. So to me. I think it just makes everything a little bit more honest on how much more there is to, to grow and learn as someone who's trying to share share his journey a little bit. So it doesn't matter to me when stuff like this happens that much. Agreed. Agreed. So we're talking about the science of getting rich. Yes. Okay. Now, why that book do you think is the one you've given most besides the the Facebook group? Why do you think it's important that people participate in witnessing it? What I would have to say is I've I've done a lot of self help books. I mean I'm I'm not I don't know if I'm like everyone else who's who feel like they did it all, but I've I've read a lot of self help books and I've read a lot of the great writers, the Tony Robinsons, the Bob Proctors, the the um what else? I mean Slight Edge, I mean I just books in my industry. I've read a lot of self help books, but the funny thing I've I found out is by uh, I think it's Waddle Waddle Walter Waddles. And um, it was written in like 1910. You know, this book is something that was really, I mean, everything comes from the Bible again. <laughs> I think the Bible, <laughs> that's the number one source from every book. But when it comes to the, the, the secret for people who haven't seen the secret, you know, you can watch it on Netflix or, you know, the law of attraction, if you're familiar with that way. When it comes to the secret, when it comes to Tony Robbins, when it comes to Jim Rome, when it comes to Zig Ziglar, when it comes to all the greats that I love, Everything they got came from the science of getting rich. I mean, even one of my favorite books, um, what is it? The uh, the millionaire. I can't automatic right. millionaire. Not the automatic millionaire, but uh, Canfield. I think Jack Canfield. Um, I can't think of it right now. What is it? At? I'm looking at my bookshelf. Uh, I can't think of it right now. It'll no come worries. <laughs> we'll add it later. But um, all the books I have on my shelf. Like I said, the science of getting rich was their foundation. And, you know, you know, looking back at the foundation, I think is important to to really understand. And it's, it's a quick read, it's a short read, but it's, you know, that's that's why. Okay. Sounds like a plan. So the four-hour work week for everybody who's listening, and the science of getting rich is a good place to start if you need something new to read. Uh, yes. So what do you hope to get out of uh, writing for 30 consecutive days and hopefully hitting that 50,000 word mark? Very simple. Very simple answer to that one is being being able to finally be consistent at doing something to its completeness. Like I've learned from my pastor and I've learned from many mentors and many teachers that the key to success in anything, whether you want to lose weight, whether you want to you know, make a lot of money, whatever it might want to be, the key to success is you got to be consistent effort at doing the right things. But the first part is consistent. If you're not consistent, you know, I always heard that 
you know, 99% of all diets and workout plans work, <laughs> you know, 99% of them all work. It's just, you know, we don't work. We don't be consistent. So I know I started this six years ago with that, you know, this uh, venture to do this. So to know that I can, you know, finish it when I finish it, I'm like, Hey, I was consistent for 30 days. I started a new habit. I wrote every single day and I completed a novel. I, if, if it turns out to be junk, it turns out to be junk. But the point is that I completed it. Wow, I like it, man. Well, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you so that if they want to get in touch with you off Anchor, they can do so. Uh, sure. Um, I'm, I'm really heavy on Facebook right now. So if you want to just you know, look up Wesley Fisher on Facebook, I mean, obviously you might not see my picture. So Instagram is uh, Worldwide West. Yeah, Worldwide West 216. Uh, Worldwide West 216, and you can, you know, see my picture there on Instagram, and then maybe go add me on Facebook, because I'm more active on Facebook than anything else. Okay. So, uh, I really appreciate the time. I really appreciate you being on here and being some honest about some of your struggles. I hope to have you on in the future again for maybe a round two, some on some other topics. And uh, everybody, make sure you check out Wesley on uh, Instagram and Facebook there and hopefully use some of his tips and tricks to help finish out this month strong. Awesome. Thank you. All right, Wes, it was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. I'll, thanks for letting me be on the show.